50% of the time, it works every time. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I drink your milkshake. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I am Ethan Colburn. And I am Clara Curtis. Uh, welcome, everybody. We just watched the Golden Globes, Clara. We did. We we just finished watching, like, what was that, 30 minutes ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, yeah. It, 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 ended at, <laughs> it ended at eight. Um, yeah. So the Golden Globes are as weird as they are always are there was a, i think there was a time early on where you went four for four or like maybe almost six for six or something i was i was at like a good 100 percent estimates correct yeah until we hit like tv properly and then that's where no actually yeah, but tv got weird my big upset was where i started losing was when they did best original song I think that's what it's called. Yeah, because that was which which the song one from Life Ahead was that yeah, the, which great that's movie. So weird. But I was really surprised by that. Yeah, that in itself it was, was a. Yeah, that was that was a super big upset. So, yeah, there was a there was a time when they were going very conventionally, and then near the end they got kind of weird, culminating in the the win that i think everyone's gonna be talking about after this was which is andra day for billy holiday yes i i feel like for me like i need to figure out how to be happy for her as a person (laughs) just just just, like be upset that that one like is that you know because her 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 speech sounded nice like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i like she seems like a great person like i'm genuinely like it's great to see great people win awards yeah it's just like i just don't know why we keep awarding just like mediocre biopics on like singers from like the 60s like why Mm. like it reminds me of judy so much oh yeah judy was a surprise for me judy was not a good movie it was okay i don't know how everyone i remember that year it was just like Everyone just decided at some point that Renee Zellweger was just going to be the person that we all, <laughs> even though like she'd already won Oscars and everything mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in that, in that case, like Andrew Day is different, but like we just all like, I just, there was some point where everyone was just like, yeah, no, it's, it's Renee Zellweger's year. And everyone's like, okay, like, I, I don't know, <laughs> people like no one was really protesting it. So I just hope that doesn't happen again this year. It could, you know, I brought up the point that it could be like a Taron Edgerton win that mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. A, a few years ago where he won for Elton John. And it's like Golden Globes win, like doesn't have any traction at the Oscars. But like, mm-hmm. what 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 are your thoughts on that, that win specifically? Because that's the one that's <sighs> crazy. I think that one is the hardest to wrap like my brain around, partially because... I admittedly like did not see her performance yet. That's the one. We both haven't seen the movie. We haven't. We were just talking shit. Talking shit. Um, but like I I saw all the other um performances in that category, and so I think the hard thing is is like we've been sitting with all the other women who were in the category and their performances for a while now. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's been talking about Frances McDormand and Carrie Mulligan and like all of these other. Vanessa Kirby and um oh 
Who was the other one? Now I'm forgetting. Now I feel bad. Vanessa Kirby. Yep. Uh, did you say Viola Davis? I think nope, you that's Viola who Davis. I missed. Ah, okay. Uh, <laughs> but everyone's been talking about these performances since the fall, like last fall. Yeah. And I hadn't heard anything about United States versus Billie Holiday until three days ago when we were like, we should do a Golden Globes podcast. And I was like, oh, what haven't I seen? And then... I saw she was nominated, and I was like, I haven't seen that. Uh. And Clara took this task much more seriously than I did. I saw, I saw Sound of Metal, which might what might be like my favorite of the award oh, season, so and then, good. and then, uh, and then I was like, I should see One Night in Miami. And then I was like, I kind of want want to watch SNL. Right? No, no, the first night I was like, I should see One Night in Miami. And then uh. I was just like, but I kind of want to see concert videos of the Doors right now. So oh I did my that, God. and then the oh second night, God. I was like, I I should see One Night in Miami, and I was like, uh, but SNL's on, so I watched that. Uh, so I didn't end up seeing One Night in Miami. I will see One Night in Miami. That that's that's the only other major one I haven't seen. Uh, should we get into why you didn't see Hamilton? I'm just not gonna give you shit. Oh, no. I'm just not gonna give you shit wow. for this on on air. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I already gave you so much shit for not seeing Hamilton for like refusing to see Hamilton. <laughs> I love the very abrupt jump in we get with that we <laughs> we were just praising me for how great i was for watching you were doing it. great i can't give you too many compliments like this what is, is true this? we need to ego check me or i'll develop a god complex and it'll be really bad yeah, so this is dangerous good. this is good for me um <laughs> i Other than hamilton you did a really good job i did a good job i yeah okay anyway let's talk about the the big issue we have going on here uh, <laughs> i don't want to watch hamilton i don't i i don't have any interest in watching hamilton and you keep telling me how good it'll be and that i'll like it because your mom liked it and we have similar tastes you, th- that's very true <laughs> by the way that, that was my best argument because you and my mom have like the same tastes and it's like weird and my mom <laughs> hates musicals like you but yes. really really enjoyed hamilton but also my other point is you watch a lot of movies that aren't good and like i feel like you can take a chance on this movie not being good because you just tend to watch you also you watch a lot of movies watch way more movies than i do and i I feel like you can i feel like you can take a chance on this that's all i'm saying okay but here's my thing are you ready are you ready for my thing i'm ready ready it's not a it's not a fucking movie It's not. It's well, not how do you movie. know it's not a movie? You haven't seen it. Because so. I know that it's a recording of a play. It is. So I, I have, I have problems with it being nominated yeah. in general because it just it feels and weird. I, and I, more than that, actually, I, I have more problems with it just being like on the IMDb top two fifty movies of all time. Like it's yeah. in the top fifty right now, and I'm like, so where, where I struggle with it is I'm like what I saw was a 10 out of 10, like I'll rate it a 10, but then like, I just don't want it categorized that way. Yeah. It's bizarre that it's being tied in with all these lists of like the best movies ever. And it's like, it's, but it's not a movie. And that's, I think that's why I'm getting so hung up is like, I do watch a lot of movies and I watch a lot of bad movies. If we're being honest, this is why I'm saying, okay, never mind. Sorry. (laughs) But, but they feel worthwhile to me to a certain extent because like film as a collective whole is like all I want to talk about and all I want to do. Whereas like this feels like I'm forcing myself to watch something that doesn't fall into the realm of like what I enjoy in any way, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I could just like pull up your letterbox, like no. what you watched this week, and we can like talk about, we can like break down every movie and like be like, was this more or less important to the history of cinema? But oh no, I'll leave that for another time. We'll do that. In- let's do that another day. We'll make that a special bonus. We'll make that a Patreon exclusive. If you want to follow perfect. me on Patreon, I'll just like shame everything else you've watched. Oh and I will defend it all to the grave. Even the stuff I hated, go. I will spitefully defend every watch I've done. Uh, yeah, you, It'll did, be great. you also didn't watch music, luckily. So, oh no, yeah, that 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 is a great example of a film that I will never touch. I have no interest in even like hate watching something like that. Like, I just wonder if it'll be anything like. It doesn't seem like it's going to have the same energy as Cats. Like, Cats was so... Mm. I just really liked Cats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, no, I didn't. I didn't like Cats. But I, <laughs> I have a thing with Cats. I don't, think, I don't think music will have that. No. And I think the thing with music is that it's trying really hard to, like, revolutionize a realm of filmmaking in terms of, like disability awareness but it's doing it really really badly and i think that's the issue is like cats is bad but like and like it tried to be it's not offensive (laughs) yeah but it's not offensive and like at the end of the day like that's just a goofy ass movie like there's no way to take that movie seriously whereas like they're also like but they're also like misrepresenting cats like on (laughs) like cats don't look like that like they should have cast cats you know like it's just not it's just Honestly, this is true. I'm sick of the cat erasure. Would it like, would it ha- would it have been a better movie if they cast real cats? Oh my god, yes. We can ask Karsten that. We'll ask Karsten. Okay, we'll save that. But we'll I, save that for Karsten. I agree. I do. I'm just gonna say yes. <laughs> yeah, that's I'll fair. expand another day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going great. Uh, this is great. Okay, so um, okay. what what were your thoughts on like the ceremony overall? Mm, I hated it. <laughs> I, but my thing is, is, like, at the end of the day, I don't like award shows in general. Like, even, like, the Oscars last year, I was, like, so annoyed with the entire time. Like, the opening number, and they're representing all these films that, like, don't get any kind of acknowledgement. Like, that kind of shit makes me mad. Yeah. And, like, the Golden Globes didn't have that necessarily, but, like, they were just, it just... I don't know, it just felt so devoid of, like, anything, like, worthwhile in a way. Like, it's a three-hour award ceremony, and, like, I, don't, I felt like they were prioritizing stuff that didn't need to be prioritized, and so I was just bored. It was, it was, see, it was really odd because I think, I think the award show, like, I think of all the award shows, like, Golden Globes might suffer the most from being online just because mm. I think the re- the reason... The reason I watched the Golden Globes, especially before I was into movies, was was like celebrities in a room getting drunk and like Ricky Gervais making fun of them. And that True. was always just like a good vibe. That was always just like you could tune in. And just like in the past, in the past like five years, actually, the Golden Globes are up in ratings when most other oh, really? award shows are down. So, I mean, they've actually done a really good job with the ceremony hmm. for a lot for like for 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 a while, I mm-hmm, guess, mm-hmm. aside from the hfpa and their mm, whole like the we're diverse now thing yeah but i mean like just as an award show like i mean which also 
I guess I don't even have to credit the HDFB for that because it's usually like some showrunner that puts it together and mm-hmm, slays mm-hmm. it. But yeah, um, we can rip on them. Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so so I think I think just like the lack of having like celebrities all in the same room, mm-hmm. like drinking at tables and like a red carpet. It just I know red carpets are so ridiculous and I know like it's like I, I, I know people get annoyed at the, like who are you wearing questions and all this stuff and all the mm. focuses on like the dresses and all that but it's kind of fun I kind of like it I get mm-hmm, why mm-hmm. people don't but I'm like it made me really miss it this year I guess no totally I definitely miss it a lot and I think the other thing that was hard about it is that like we don't have celebrities in the room and they highlight that by like kind of patting themselves on the back for having um frontline like healthcare workers workers. and that just that is like a cool thing to do I guess but then my whole thing with it is that then like they announce it and like kind of brag about it and then that's it and you don't get any like fun shots of them having a good time there like they're just filling seats essentially in a room so the room's not empty and that's that also ba- that's exactly what they did right and that bothers me too in that like well that, they, they did the same thing i mean they did the same thing I, I was actually more frustrated with how the way how how the super bowl handled it because they mm. were like look we gave away like you know 30 percent of our tickets to like vaccinated essential workers and i'm like cool but then you've got a bunch of unvaccinated people that you're like filling you know like yeah, half what? of a stadium <laughs> with and you're like patting yourselves on the back because like some of them are vaccinated i'm like you're you're still performing like like a massive you're putting on like a massive massive event in the middle of a pandemic and most of those people like aren't vaccinated so at least i guess the globes were pretty consistent in that everyone in their audience was vaccinated and essential yeah though uh, yeah i mean it was just kind of like i i just feel like i i just feel like it's become like a cheap applause moment. Like, thank mm-hmm. you, essential workers. And everyone's like, oh yeah, I can applaud for that. Cause like, we all like those people. And yeah. it's just like distracting from the fact that they're a messed up organization that just likes free things. Literally. It's, it's not so much like performative activism, but it's performative, like awareness almost. And that mm-hmm. like, yeah. they're like, oh, like this will look good. And then the part where they have members of the association like stand on stage you go oh we recognize we're doing a bad job and we have no black people on on our association and we're gonna do better and then that's it and you don't explain what you're gonna do to be better it's like (laughs) like cool like (laughs) i don't care (laughs) that you know you're doing bad i want to see you do something yeah yeah it just feels weird so i didn't like that wasn't a fan of that but (laughs) It's fine. No, it's messed up. I mean, and they and they and they trot out like three people that are, I guess, somewhat diverse. Like there yeah. was two women and one guy from from Turkey. Turkey. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know, like kind of in the Middle East, but like not really. And yeah. then and then and then like, but yeah, let's just br- just briefly like for those for those people that don't know, the HFPA mm. is made up like of like seventy seven members or something. I think it's like it's eighty seven. 87 mm-hmm. members and they're theoretically journalists though I, I was <laughs> telling clara that you only have to write six articles a year to like get into the hfpa i don't even know that if they require you to keep that up to like stay in the hfpa which like yeah anyone can write six articles a year and and um and it's a very mysterious body that for 
for all intents and purposes, people base people basically know in Hollywood that they can be bought, mm-hmm. and that they can bu- be bought by like sending them on cool trips and like bringing them backstage to like meet celebrities, and they really like taking selfies with famous people. Yeah, <laughs> and so that's from what I know, that's where a lot of these upsets come from, and that's mm-hmm. where like missing link won last year at the oscars for like best animated feature and everyone's just like who saw that movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just like they're they're known for being able to be bought and bribed for awards and because they're the first award show it is kind of like the first glimpse into what in, into like what what's going to happen with the award season but mm-hmm. we oddly give it too much attention because it doesn't have anything in common with with the oscars yeah body of vote, vote voters so mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh yeah i honestly i i don't think i've watched the golden globes for like the past two or three years at this point i like look did at- i make you watch the golden globes no i was gonna watch it anyway don't worry i was gonna watch it i was gonna watch it i just took it more serious when we were like oh let's talk about it and i was like okay like i'm actually gonna like pay attention all the way and like watch it you. i i'm such a good co-host um you're so good <laughs> <laughs> like I don't, I don't deserve you no shush uh <laughs> uh so i yeah, I don't know. Like, I think that might be part of it, too, is, like, I haven't watched it in years. And then to come back and, like, obviously you can't judge it too harshly when, like, it's all virtual and, like, like what all, like, what all can you actually do with it? But totally. at the same time, I still found myself pretty disappointed what was with what was going on, except for a moment that I want you to talk about. Because I don't think you even talked about this movie on the podcast. I want you to talk about Barb and Star. <laughs> okay, I, we were we were facetiming for a moment, and then and then so my big like favorite movie of the year now, I guess maybe is Barb and Star, which is like Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar with Kristen Wiig and Anna Mumolo, and um okay, they came out on character in character onto the stage as Barb and Star, who had like just gone to Hollywood for the first time, and were like shopping around and then they like you know they like told people that like hey like we'll, we'll give you like our awards that we got from the from the like gift shop to those of you like have it. they were just like ranting they were just like riffing on stage i was so that was by far the happiest i've been like in today at least it's at least been, today oh it was amazing like i mean at this Maybe point this week? i think it's fair to say that we video chat like at least once a week and we've been yeah. doing that for the past like six months or so now six seven months now i've never seen you so excited in my <laughs> life i i was amazed by the joy oh coming God. from you i was just not expecting barb and star like I, I like you know like they put out a barb and star movie i'm like i'm like maybe this will get a sequel like hoping mm-hmm. this will get a sequel i just didn't think i'd have more barb and star content in my life and i'm this just like true. very pleased with that um I'm really happy. That was for a beautiful you. moment. Thank you. It was you. really special. Um, it was special. I'm glad you got to share it with me. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Barb and Star came out. That was by far my favorite comedy routine on on the night. Yeah. I was I was only half watching the Keenan Thompson Maya Rudolph thing because Lexi called me, and mm-hmm. I was talking to her on the phone oh, about because her mom's looking at buying a house. So oh. it's this really cool house, and I was like, that would be really cool. So. I was talking to her about that. 
Um, but but um, I missed that. You said it dragged on a little long, though. Yeah. I was telling you that my favorite part of award shows is usually Maya Rudolph doing things. This so, is true. This is true. Like I feel like, like she, just in the past five years, she's just like had a whole career of just being <laughs> presenters. Honestly, that's very true. And like she, they were like, what they're doing is like fun, but I just. It ties into my whole thing that I was getting really upset about where they're cutting off award winner speeches and like I'd rather listen to them go on for an extra 30 seconds than like have had the like five or so minutes with Maya and Keenan goofing off like I'm more interested in listening listening to Chloe Zhao accept the award for best director which is like the biggest deal and but no because they put the music on as soon as she started talking can i also like complain about a related thing yeah which is that they rushed like get this award show in at like the three hour mark and like we won't go over and then all of a sudden i'm like okay what what are they like putting after this that they like don't want to cut off on NBC? Like yeah. what's going to play next on the channel? You know what played next? Oh no. Cause what? I think I left the TV. Sh- I left the TV on. I think you left and went on a walk with your dog. I the did. next thing that played was a replay of the golden globes. Shut up. Like you don't have to rush everyone. If you're literally just going to replay the same exact show. Like, what is the point of, uh, of like, cutting off all your guests? Like, why are you doing it? That makes That's me what I don't so get. mad. Oh, that makes me even more mad. That makes me mad. I'm mad. <laughs> that, w- that would be, like, if I stopped recording this podcast early because I wanted to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I mean, I would want to listen to us, too. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's just it's just really dumb. I just yeah. did, I just don't understand that as a concept. No, that was super frustrating. Although I will pat them on the back. I I like I don't want to commend them for this, but I also like feel like we have to because they were cutting everyone else off. But I'm so glad they just let Chadwick Boseman's wife speak and they didn't cut her off. And like, oh, her speech was beautiful. It was so good. That was definitely the most emotional moment of the night. Yeah, I cried on FaceTime to you. Yeah, you did. You, <laughs> did. you cried to me. Yes. And then <laughs> you say to me. And then and then um, yeah. No, I mean, it was basically the speech about like what he would have said, and then mm-hmm. she's like, "But I don't have his words." Yeah, that's where I really. I was broke just down. like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, wow! Like, that's really, really powerful, and that's yeah. just, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it's just, you know, it seemed like her emotions were just still so raw over the whole thing. I think everyone's kind of are. It's just so shocking. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad that, I mean, from what I know, like, he was really able to spend, like, the last year with his family and, like, mm-hmm. you know, really get some time with them. So I'm happy about that. But, it's yeah, it just seems like their emotions are still so raw about the whole thing. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was really really, and she was so elegant and like that just great oh, dress she and just beautiful. like, yeah, she just, yeah, it was it was amazing. Yeah, that that was probably my favorite. That probably was my favorite moment of the whole thing was just like getting to hear her share such like an honest and like vulnerable thing like with people like she could like because she didn't even have to do that she could have just said like thank you so much and like kept it at that but like she took the time to like 
really like dive in deep on like how impactful he was as an as a person and then like yeah just reflect on that and i thought that was really cool uh i maybe we should change the topic or i'll cry again (laughs) you still haven't gotten you crying no no we got you crying on the podcast oh yeah i did i did tear up a little bit i didn't do proper maybe one proper proper clara tears yeah ugly ugly sob face that doesn't the gold (laughs) the golden globes don't deserve no crying no they don't (laughs) they don't at all i'll save it for i'm trying to think of what awards I'll save it for the Spirit Awards. The Spirit Awards my- deserve it. <laughs> Spirit, the Independent <laughs> Spirit Awards. Yeah. By the way, you can like join the Independent Spirit Awards and like get the screeners like for. Yep. It like costs money. Yes. But then you get free DVDs, which is I feel like your yeah. dream. It is my dream. Um, I almost joined this year, but then I decided to wait just because like I'm doing so many festivals already and like school and work and all this stuff. So I was like, mm, I'll wait till next year. Yeah, so and like year. a podcast, but like don't yeah, don't bother. I don't even that, count that but... as work. <laughs> oh. That's just fun. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> should I should I title this should I should I title this podcast um we watch the Golden Globe so you don't have to? Oh yes, I love that. <laughs> Paige is was Paige? like trying to open the door, but she was like, This is squeaky. Oh, yeah should i is that is is that what we should title it (laughs) yeah i like that i think that's perfect because i feel like let's just take away fun for other people no and we'll take the ad revenue from nbc and that'll be great so yeah that's our podcast instead for me yeah i think that's um okay i'm just gonna like scroll through some of the major award winners here yes i'm trying to think about who else i want to talk about Okay, so let's just okay. For, first off, award, uh, very, I think pretty expected. A uh, best actor in a supporting role goes to Daniel Kaluuya. Yep. The most dramatic thing about that was his mic was on mute when he was trying to give a speech, and then they so just cut back to out. Laura Dern, and Laura Dern's just like, "Well, I guess his mic's muted," and then all of a sudden he's like, "Wait, wait, I'm here," and then like gives a speech, and <laughs> yes. uh, lovely man. I'm Lovely very happy man. for him. Amazing performance. So I, good. This is this is both my like my pick and also like what I wanted to win. So this is Me like too. off the bat. We're good with this. Yeah, I was really happy about that one. Okay. Best actor in a limited series, John Boyega. That mm-hmm. was, I think, your pick. I would have said I would have thought Shits Creek here. Mm. Um, but that's cool. Uh, then Catherine O'Hara. I don't know if we want to go through all the TV ones. We, um, we can maybe zip through the TV ones. Yeah, let's zip zip it. Okay, zip it. Catherine O'Hara uh, gives a really chaotic speech where her so like husband is is playing stuff on his phone, and I think so, it's like I think it's like pretending to like play her out, but it's like no one here, quite knew what he was doing. Here's the other thing I was thinking. I think low key they had it. They had the show on their phone, so they could know what was happening. And so it's the delayed, I was kind of wondering if it's the delayed response of the award show. It's the delayed show on their phone? That's what I was kind of wondering, but I don't know if that's she, true. See, what what I couldn't tell if it was a bit, because she at the end seemed like, like, oh, he, like, what were you doing? Like, yeah, like, like comedically kind of were, frazzled. Cutting away. Like, yeah, like, like they, they didn't, she didn't seem, like, upset. Like, no, no, no. I think they're good. All. But it was it was also kind of like what are you doing yeah, right now? Like, like what's, what's happening on? on your phone? So, so 
weird moment. We yes. also just have to talk briefly about how like they would just throw people into breakout rooms on Zoom, Ugh, like yeah. right as they were cutting to commercial, and then it would be like, I was telling you like, like Bob Odenkirk was just like, oh hey Jason Bateman, Jason's like. Uh, oh oh hi 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 and then it's just like oh i haven't seen you in a while like what's and then they're like oh good they like put them they like gave like 20 seconds of dead air to just like these celebrities in a breakout room like not knowing what was happening yeah like no direction yeah that was weird you know it it was supposed to mimic like the moments in the Golden Globes where like the celebrities get up from their tables and just chat, mm-hmm. chat with each other, which mm-hmm. is like some of my favorite stuff in the Golden Globes. That is Globes. really fun. When just like, yeah, hmm. it's good stuff. But uh, weird, weird, very weird. Mark Ruffalo wins in that thing. I guess that I felt so smart because I haven't seen that. I just know he played twins, and I was like, oh, they're gonna eat that That's shit up. That's impressive. Yeah. I'm not a big Mark Ruffalo. Are you a big Mark Ruffalo fan? Mm, I go back and forth. I I don't... My thing is, is when I see him, I always think back to 13 going on 30. And I <laughs> love that movie. I love that movie. And yeah. so I have, like, this weird soft spot for him because of it. So, like, I don't always love what he's doing, but I always think of him doing 13 going on 30, but just in a different movie. And then I'm like, oh, I love him. He's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I could see that. I could see that. I just he pops up in things. I feel like he's good. I'm just not mm-hmm. that into Mark. Ru- I feel like I feel like people are way more into Mark Ruffalo than I am. That's super fair. Did you see Dark Waters? No. Oh, Should that I was Dark actually, Waters. I that liked it actually. I thought he did a really good job in that, and that's like such a more serious role for him. And yeah. I thought he. I thought he did a good job with it. Yeah, I've, I mean, like, in stuff like Spotlight, I always feel like it's kind of mm, distracting. I forgot about but, Spotlight. But, uh, yeah, I'll check, out, I'll check out Dark Waters for sure. Nice. So, best motion picture animated. This was, like, mm-hmm. this was the, I, I'd say out of everything tonight, like, this was probably the biggest lock. Yeah. Because, I mean, you don't really have any other great animated movies. Probably the closest thing is another pixar movie onward uh, but that's not even whoa okay hang on i'm cutting oh, whoa, you off whoa, whoa, i'm whoa, heated right. i oh. you, know what, <laughs> you know you know can i tell you tell you what happened i was looking at them in, them in alphabetical order oh uh, okay sure and then i realized that <laughs> i have not seen wolf walkers and people are really into wolf walkers do you want do you want some time for wolf walkers do you want, oh some, do you want, you, do you want a wolf walkers moment i love wolf walkers um <laughs> i will say I I agree. I I thought I I I had guessed that Soul would win, but in my heart I was like, ah, oh, what if Wolf Walkers won? That'd be so cool. Um, <laughs> but I fucking love that movie. That movie is delightful and so fun, and like the animation is just gorgeous. And I think that's what made me really kind of want it to win was that it was the only movie out of any nominated that wasn't like three D CGI animated. And so I was a little bit bummed that it didn't necessarily get the recognition I think it does deserve for, like, breaking out of the typical animated function right now. But Soul is also incredible, so I'm okay with it. But yeah, how, sure. da- how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you should watch no, Wolf I mean, Walkers. It's, it's sad that in a world where, like, Studio ghibli is like releasing 3d movies all of a sudden that yeah. like you know i mean we're just not getting these beautiful hand-drawn things that mm-hmm. i feel like you know take a different like 
a different approach, but also like they're they're both time consuming animation strategies. Like yeah. I don't know why we can't also put we can't also give time to these uh uh 2D animation styles because when done right they're they've worked for a hundred they work mm-hmm. they've worked for a hundred years and they're still beautiful. So Exactly. Exactly. All for 2D animation. Yeah. I think we're in the same boat there. I love that. <laughs> Best screenplay. Yep. Um Aaron Sorkin. This was like I don't know. Aaron Sorkin, like just darling man, just like you know, everyone knows Aaron Sorkin. Like yeah. seems like a great guy. He had a big family, like he had like two rows of family. So many people. Like a lot of people. Yeah. Um he's very red too. He's like very like red he did look i did notice that he did look pretty red red. (laughs) but um i like aaron sorkin as a man i i didn't i liked trial of the chicago seven and i think did we both predict that to like win the big award i think we were both i would see for drama i was like i really want nomad land to win but i think it's very realistic that the trial of the chicago seven would win just yeah. because it's so up, like, old white guy, like, association member alleys. Like, <laughs> it just makes sense for them to pick it. Yeah. So I'm just like, mm. Well, the last time, I mean, the last time, like, the Golden Globes didn't disappoint me with their top two categories. It was probably, like, Shape of Water mm. and Three Billboards. Yeah. And I know, I know Three Billboards to people was problematic, but I really, like, Three billboards. I thought it was a really I, solid movie. Honestly, I really like that one too. Yeah. yeah. So I I thought that was really solid. And then I feel like Shape of Water just hasn't had legs like I kind of expected it to. Like I thought, especially amongst like Letterbox crew, it just hasn't. It's kind of faded out of the consciousness. No, I'm trying to. The last time I like heard about it talked about like frequently was when oh now I can't remember what art like what publication it was, but some publication released an article that was like shape of water was weird and now we get weird movies like parasite and i was like oh why are you comparing the two what like <laughs> uh, yeah yeah so i feel bad for, for that things. yeah exactly no but like i feel like i feel like people need to acknowledge that like literally three years ago we awarded this <laughs> movie about like about like a lady falling in love with a fish man and everyone was just like yeah that one makes sense and then yeah. we all forgot about it and i'm like it's actually a really fun movie and it's bizarre and i love that that got recognition. <laughs> I do too. It honestly I don't know is how really I don't know movie. I don't know how everyone got behind it, but that's that's awesome. Um anyway, but yeah, that was the last time. So what I'm where I'm going at with this was the disappointment came in the other category. I think you mm. and I both wanted Nomadland, but I I feel like I should just save Borat 2 for when we get to Borat 2. But um <laughs> gosh. Borat oh, no. 2 one. Just can't believe it. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to what I don't know what what you can do. Performance sure. by an actress in okay, so so first of all, like TV awards wise, The Crown just like literally took Swept. everything they could take, even yeah. like the categories they weren't expected to win. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest weird one with The Crown was the lady that play, plays Princess Diana beat out Olivia Coleman. Uh, yeah, which I you was kind surprised. of expect the, Olivia Coleman to win or their votes to cancel each other out and someone else to win mm-hmm, with you, but. It's weird for Olivia for for like awards show darling Olivia Coleman to like lose to a newcomer on her same show. So that was crazy. Yeah, that was surprising. I think it does show though that people just love Princess Diana. Yeah, people yeah. do. People do still love her. I mean, I love she was, that lady. She's a great lady. <laughs> great lady. 
great. Lady. Original score. Uh, Trent Reznor mm-hmm. got it, and I sent you a picture of his like weird. I don't know if it was like his wall or if it was like his Zoom background, but his weird like like cubes coming out of his wall, and it was very just like that. Seems like his vibe. Like yeah, it I did. I don't know if he's in that room or if he's uh or if that's just like his background but it just seems like his vibe and i'm happy for him that made me happy i love that i was happy with that win that yeah like i'm trying to i didn't see news of the world but every other movie nominated i was kind of like i didn't even think about the score at all Mm -hmm. like as i was watching whereas like with soul the score works so well for what's happening that i was just like god this is good so that was soul was was really really good good i'd say trent reznor's score in in um like like score and mank was more kind of like mm. like impressive from like sort of an academic per- perspective if that That's makes sense fair. like it was more totally. like 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 psychologically impressive like mm. i was i was impressed by how uh, the word i'm looking for is technically it's more mm. technically there impressive go. there we go <laughs> there we go we're getting places and and um but but soul's just more immersive and is a better tune. I think mm-hmm. I think the one thing the one thing that we we were talking about, I think that the one thing that's fun about a virtual award show is just seeing celebrities' living rooms or like seeing yeah. like where they are. I love Bill Murray's thing where he's just got a view over LA with like a nice lawn and he's in like a Hawaiian shirt, he's got a martini, <laughs> and I was like, he's got the first award, he got the first award of the night. He shows up for that, he yep. che- he cheers his with his martini, and he probably just signed off Zoom and then watch the sunset like that's yeah that's like exactly what i'd want for him exactly that's a bill murray kind of night and that's a bill murray kind of night i'm glad he gets to live that truth (laughs) i know same so i'm really happy for him um so so this is where i i thought so i was i was predicting a ted lasso upset Mm -hmm. but i swapped it so i thought ted lasso would win like best comedy tv series and then eugene levy would win for Shit's Creek, mm. but it was Jason da- Jason Sudeikis winning uh, best actor, and then yeah. Shit's Creek still winning best. But I, I was I was feeling a Ted Lasso win in there because I T- Ted Lasso was really solid. I just swapped the categories, but mm. I did so I went zero for two on those. But I feel like I was on a wavelength. <laughs> yeah, you so, were there. Um. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis seemed really unprepared, but also just like sweet and genuine, and he just mm-hmm. seems like a great guy. So I, I like him. I really like him, and I'm I was really happy for him as well. Me too. We'll zip through this. Shit's Creek one. Yep. Oh, uh, actress in a musical or comedy. I feel like this is the weakest category in terms of has little to do with like what's going to happen in the Oscars. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like more than any other year, like actress and a motion picture musical or com- maybe actor too, actually, but like actor and actress and motion picture musical or comedy mm-hmm. could just like not be not actually also the also the musical or comedies in general yeah, like, could just, just not be nominated. It's a bizarre category and it they all like the the way they get set up. It's always super bizarre, like with actress musical or comedy like you have like. Rosamund Pike and Anya Taylor Joy, but then you also have like Kate Hudson and like it's just such a weird mix. I feel like of like very different performances. Like it never makes. I feel like sense. it also. I feel like it also shows you. I mean, you know, 
music for a number of reasons like shouldn't be nominated but it <laughs> yeah. also just shows you how weak of a, a year it is in this category because like i mean look th- look i there's people that could have been nominated before her that's not what i'm saying but like mm-hmm. but like i feel like i feel like just especially like usually there's there's a star is born or there's a le miserable or there's a shape of water or mm. like something in there that's just like this has Oscar traction, but I just feel like there's nothing this year that has Oscar traction in this category. That's true. See, and that's interesting because when you were saying that, the first thing that popped in my head, I was like, dang, it's a bummer um, in the Heights got delayed. Because I bet if that had come oh, out yeah. when it was supposed to, that would have swept all or the Or Spielberg's musical. West Side Story probably oh, would have done yeah. well here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But in the Heights especially would have been really cool to see mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh-huh. So. This is this is where I thought my because because my big my big bet of the night, which mm-hmm. was wrong, was that um was that the old white people would not like Borat too. Yes. And when <laughs> when Rosamund Pike upset upset Maria Bakalova, I was mm-hmm. like, I f- was really feeling like you were I was right. right here. <laughs> and then they win like the main two. Or like two of the main awards and I was just like okay sh- screw it but okay <laughs> Rosamund Pike I haven't seen I Care a lot yet I'm excited to see it mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you've seen it it seems I like did. kind of a gone girl like thing yeah I so I watched it literally yesterday um yeah. and it's my first 2021 release that hasn't been at a festival so like that's been kind of fun um so like in that regard it's definitely like my favorite of like actual like wide releases of the year yeah i oh it was really good and like there's a lot of criticism and like controversy around it or whatever blah 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 which like gone girl had the same thing so it's like it's nothing new for rosamund pike um (laughs) but she's amazing in it she's so good and i i put it in our group chat but i think it reminds me of promising young woman a little bit and how, like, I, I would describe Promising Young Woman as having an aesthetic that, like, gets boiled down to, like, bubblegum fuck you. Yeah. And then I Care A Lot feels really that. similar to it, but it's mm-hmm. almost like, fuck the bubblegum and fuck you. And it's just, like, it's got that snappy attitude to it that's really fun. And Rosamund Pike is, like, on her A game. And it's just, like, a blatant, like, I don't care if you like this movie, like fuck you like it's happening anyway and it's just oh it's so good i really so like good. it i've got a question for you that just occurred okay. to me fun do you think they should have put promising young woman in musical or comedy mm. see and that's where i find that the cat like the the split of like musical or comedy kind of confusing and like i care a lot is getting branded as like a black comedy so like it falls into that realm which makes sense but like i find it and promising young woman so similar in that yeah. like it's towing that line of like satirical almost like mocking in a way like it's totally. not it's not like blatant comedy by any means like both are focusing on like really disturbing subject matter totally um so yeah that i don't know like that's I would almost have rather seen I Care A Lot put in drama rather than, like, having Promising Young Woman get moved over to musical or comedy. Like, I think both of those make more sense in drama than musical or comedy. Um, well, it's a weird it's a weird split, right? Because yeah. you, have this, you have this weird thing where no other award show quite has the same split. And then when you go to the Oscars, like, you've got, you know, like, 
you've got usually like one strong i mean it okay if promising young woman was in musical or comedy they would have like won a lot of the stuff like bo yeah. burnham might have won too like or at oh. least had a chance at like best actor he probably would have been supporting actually maybe yeah. not mm-hmm. but which which supporting they oddly don't split which is so weird they yeah. split actor and actress that's a whole other thing but but yeah i feel like i feel like promising young woman like has a lot of it has humor in it mm-hmm. fundamentally it's it's a really intense and like not that funny movie mm-hmm, but it mm-hmm. definitely has that like dark humor in a lot of it so i i wouldn't i mean but these are the same people that categorize the martian as musical or comedy so yeah. i just it seems like by that definition like they could have put it there but yeah that's it's, super true it the, the the category fraud and just everything like everything around that is bizarre yeah it's yeah i don't understand but it, it's whatever i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um performance by an actor in a tv series we've got josh O'Connor in the crown okay foreign language film this was the big controversy but not an upset at all that minari won mm-hmm. because minari is set in the u.s and it's made by americans but it's foreign language film because they speak not oh, yeah. english yeah and uh yeah so that happened that and so that's why and the golden globes are weird too because usually um if something's in foreign language category it's eligible for other things but some of the globes make it like you it's not eligible for other things yeah which is just really lame it's so lame it's so boring like (laughs) i don't get it especially when they are like a foreign press body like the fact that they then refuse to like open categories up to foreign film like i just find it so confusing like i just don't get it i i was thinking like i think that might be part of the reason just because they're sort of like we we are like we are the foreign people so like here are like Mm. like we are analyzing hollywood and this is Uh, like where we look at hollywood i think that's the idea but it still doesn't make sense but i think that's like their reasoning for it like this is our we are like foreigners looking at Hollywood, but gotcha. it's, it's weird. I mean, if Minari were not like in this category, I would have loved to see another round win here because you know, like where mm. else is another round going to slay? So interesting. I, I, I would have really, I mean, I kind of hope that I kind of hope that Minari like is up for regular Oscars and not foreign Oscar. Yeah. You know, actually it, it can't be up for foreign Oscar because the way the, the way the Academy does it is like each country nominates a movie. So yes. So, I'm really pulling for another round at the Oscars because that's a really fun movie and I hope that Minari can compete in regular categories. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that's what's frustrating is like, it's, it, there's like a satisfaction in Minari winning foreign language film because you're like, at least it won something because like, it does really, really deserve award recognition. Like, that is a beautifully made movie. Totally. But it just feels so wrong. Like, it doesn't feel like right that like, it's getting shoved in the corner almost of like, we're not going to talk about any of the cast who did amazing. And we're not going to talk about the direction that's great or the screenplay that's solid. Like we're just going to give yeah. you this one quick award. And it's just like, God, like that's so lame. Like super lame. <laughs> uh, super lame. Mm. Mm. Eh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's the world we live in of yeah. just like lame award shows. And yeah, you know, it's we should just, we should have our own award show. I'm fine with that. 
Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, cool. and then we can do a podcast about our own award show. Yeah, should we just yeah. like send it to them in the mail? <laughs> yes, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, great. We actually, you know what? We were talking about upsets. Ooh, do you want to? Okay. Do you want to? Do you want to? Are you aware of the upset we just totally forgot to mention when we were talking about upsets earlier? Oh no! Now I'm frantically looking at my list, being like, "What did we forget?" <laughs> Jody Foster. Oh my god! <laughs> did you see the Mauritanian? The Mauritanian? No, I have. It just came out on video on demand. Okay. And so when I was like going through, like, oh my god, like, <clears throat> there's so many that I haven't seen that were nominated for Golden Globes because they do kind of nominate random things um i was like oh shoot i was just going through all the streaming stuff um so i didn't get to anything that was on video on demand but i'm hearing really really good things about it cool yeah yeah i really want to see that in the french exit that that kind of mix them up in my mm-hmm. head because they're like video on demand dramas right now mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like the mauritanian seems really cool um this was this was big i was really pulling for amanda seyfried and mank a lot of people were or maybe olivia coleman but i was like, going olivia coleman but like, I haven't seen the father either, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jodie Foster was just really cute in her like oh. award speech. That was like one of the more memorable ones too. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. No, that made me. It left me with like such a like wave of like just joy, like getting to see her kiss her wife, and then like her wife is sitting there like bursting with like excitement over like the fact that she's won and like and she's just chilling on the couch with her dog and her wife and she just seems so happy and her friends cheer in the background but it's delayed because the yeah like literally like literally 15 (laughs) seconds into her speech you hear this weird like and like she's like oh my friends are watching it downstairs they're on a delay like i had to be up here or whatever Uh. i'm just like she seems like she's in such a good place. I know she was like in the mm. closet for such a long time. Mm-hmm. And then there was a weird moment where like she got, she got like the lifetime achievement award that Jane Fonda got like five years ago. And she sort of hinted mm-hmm. that she was gay, but like didn't really come out. Right. Just like, it's good to see that she's just like out and happy and like, just, yeah. seemed, she just seemed really, she just seemed really like happy and humble. And I was just seemed, oh, I was just very happy for her. It was so good. And I love that. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis like announced her winning and so she was like my best friend and I was like oh my god like that's so cute like I love that they're buds I, I, I like I didn't know it makes sense they're it like does make same sense. generation kind of Hollywood kids but mm-hmm. oh, super was, cool that was a good one actually oh that was, that was so, a great moment that was so that was wholesome a great moment. oh my gosh um another crown win okay we don't mm-hmm. have to talk about that <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy. Oh my god! Oh my god! My girlfriend. <laughs> like literally, like with her like long blonde like sweep over oh. the eye, like her like her Veronica Lake like sweep over the eye thing. You're just mm-hmm. like, what? Oh, she just she looked she's great. So cool. She looked uh, great tonight. She was good for her. Just so like poised. Like she just has such an elegance to her that I find totally. so like endearing and like exciting to see on screen and like whatever she's doing. And I just. Oh, I could listen to her talk all day. I I love her. She's great. <laughs> She's so great. Oh. Um, Queen's Gambit won yep. big as well. That mm-hmm. was that was great. We're yes. happy about that. So stoked. We talked a bit about the the Chadwick Boseman um thing. Yeah. Um, I think look for me like I'm I'm really happy that he's getting awarded, but it, it does seem it does seem like we're using it more as a way to honor Chadwick Boseman than we're talking Mm. about his performance in that movie, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which I found good, but Mm -hmm. I would say that like Riz Ahmed was better. I would say that 
I don't I don't know about Anthony Hopkins because I haven't seen that one. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman might might have been better. Like mm. it, it seems like we're kind of using this as a way to honor Chadwick Boseman, which happens at award shows. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's the nature of award shows. So I guess I guess I'm I I really love Chadwick Boseman, so I'm glad that we're honoring him in that way. But it doesn't it doesn't really seem like it's that much about his performance. I I honestly I agree. Like I think. I think he's definitely a standout of, like, the year as a whole in terms of, like, lead performances from an actor. Um, but, yeah. I I honestly, I really wanted Riz Ahmed to win. I thought he was just unreal in Sound of Metal. Like, he's really, really good. And so, like, Chadwick Boseman is also amazing. And, like, I agree. I do think it is a great way to honor him and, like, show respect to someone who had such a significant impact on the industry but it it does feel a little bit like that of like oh like we have to we have to give it to him and it's a little well it it would be it would be weird if like he didn't win in Mm. some ways like if if someone upset him you'd be like why are you not giving chadwick chadwick awards yeah but it it, we're, we're in a weird place with award shows like that where it's like the only reason Glenn Close is getting nominations right now is because she didn't win for The Wife, which no one cared about. And then Ugh. she didn't win for And then she only got nominations for The Wife because she didn't get, she didn't win for like seven <laughs> other things. Yeah. And we're just in a weird, we're just in a weird place where it's like, should we honor a newcomer who we like? Should we honor? Mm. I'm just, I'm just always in the boat of like, let's just give it to the best performance every year. Like yeah. not make it any more complicated than that. But I agree, honestly. But what do we what know? What can you do? What do we know? <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, best motion picture drama. Yes. So this is we're we're happy about this. We're so happy about this. This is like the main award of the night, and we're happy about this. I'm so stoked. This is. I mean, Nomadland is my number one of 2020 overall. So I was just. I really wanted it to win so bad, and I was so scared that we were gonna watch Trial of the Chicago Seven win instead. And I was like, I. Uh. It seemed like it seemed like the kind of thing that they would do. Yeah. And like I said, I I think I think it was sort of on their wavelength where I was like, they're really gonna disappoint me in one of these categories. Yeah. I just kind of picked the wrong wrong one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was sort of on their wavelength. I just didn't make the right picks. I feel like. I would I feel agree. like I was. I feel like I was sort of in their vibe. You were bit. in tune with them. You were sort there. of. Yeah. So so Nomadland won. Yep. It's it's funny seeing these seeing these movies so long before they come out. I feel like I, I have to rewatch that now because I feel like we saw it back in like September or something. I think it was September. Uh, maybe it was October. Yeah, no, it might have been. I don't remember. It was one of the two at a film festival. Though. It was it was, it was like really earlier early. in the fall. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, it's a it's a beautiful beautiful movie mm-hmm. and it's a it's a really sort of intimate story i think i i think i think it's it's oddly like it's it, it it's it's weird to me because the rest of these movies are are actually aside from mank are are like overtly political mm, yeah. you know you've got mm-hmm. trial of the Chicago seven promising young woman is is more like socially political but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean one night in pan one night in miami as well mm. and nomad land seems like it's it's just sort of depicting like the lives of these people in a very raw way and yeah i don't know i i thought it was a beautiful and just intimate story it was worked really well for me so i'm i'm very happy that it's getting recognition 
Absolutely. I love it. And I love, I just love that Chloe Zhao is getting recognition as well because I just find, I, first of all, I just find her to be an incredible director. Like, she's great at what she's doing. But I also just love how humble she is and, like, how just purely dedicated she is to, like, her craft. And I think that's so exciting to see in a filmmaker, yeah. especially when it's a woman getting recognition in an industry that doesn't typically recognize so, like, completely, like, women directors. And so, like, that has been, like, really exciting to see is just, like, her getting to, like, shine like this. And, like, you you can just tell every time she was winning tonight, like, she just seemed, like, so shocked. But she was, like, trying to hide it. And you're just like, oh, like, So man, cute. She's so, so adorable. Cute. I love yeah. her. And, and, and like she's wearing this sort of just like t-shirt with her little two two little braids down the side. Yep. She just looks so like kind of just humble and just real. I, I don't know. It's it's so cool that she's getting this moment. And mm-hmm. it's it's crazy to me that she's got Nomadland and the next year she's got a Marvel movie. And it's yeah. like she's kind of like she went from not really being a name on people's lips to just... Mm-hmm everywhere i don't know like being like an academy favorite which is so mm-hmm. bizarre so cool. um yeah no i'm i'm very i'm very happy for no man land uh borat <laughs> we, i guess we have to talk about borat now what did you okay so 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 you were saying you kind of liked borat but you didn't love it like what what did you rate borat um oh let me let me think for a second um yeah i I think I gave, I think I gave it a four, actually, out of five. A four out of five? I think. Oh, so you you liked it. You, like, like, really liked it. Oh, now I have to look. Hang on. Here comes Letterboxd. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. I gave it a four. <laughs> okay, that's, wait. that's, oh, wait. Okay. Wait, that was the original. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, no, I get. I gave it a four. <laughs> Borat to a four. That's very high. I gave both Borats a four. I watched them back to back. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I I'm a fan of the original Borat. I think that I think that Sasha Baron Cohen like it, it's he goes almost too far for me sometimes, but mm. then it's like it's still it's he pulls it back sometimes and it just mm-hmm. kills me, and I'm like, why am I laughing at this? But I love it. <laughs> but yeah, Borat Borat two is just like. I felt like he's trying. He was trying to prove a point more than just like make a comedy, and mm. I just didn't. It just didn't come together. I don't. I actually actively didn't like Maria Bakalova in it. I don't know why she was even getting like. I'm shocked. No, I, I'm gonna get hate for this. I know, but like, <laughs> but like I, I like wanted to not focus on his weird new daughter character Mm. like i just was sort of like okay that's happening Mm. i think like the stuff that she did was crazy like she literally infiltrated like right-wing news media and like there's a there's like for nine months she like played this character like to get hired at jobs and stuff which is crazy crazy. but yeah it didn't it just didn't really work for me Mm -hmm. and okay like let's just like just to go through like comedy sequels that I've ra- I would have rather like <laughs> been nominated or like win Golden Globes. Like I would have uh-huh. rather seen like Anchorman two win or like mm-hmm. Zoolander two. 
or like Shrek 2 or <laughs> um, Ghostbusters 2. Okay. Like there's a million like comedy sequels that I think are like more deserving than this comedy sequel. And I just don't mm. really understand why. I don't really understand the need to award it because it doesn't seem like mm. the usual thing that gets on the award circuits. Yeah, I I think the thing is, is it, it's just so topical to like yeah. how awful <laughs> like so much of the last couple years have been like politically and so i think i think it ties into um a sense of relief that a lot of people feel like in like more i would say a lot of centrists feel really relieved at the moment on like oh my god like we're getting a turning of the leaf and so like a movie like that like borat feels like fun for people like that i think a little bit more than like anyone who's like maybe a little more jaded about the political system as a whole uh yeah. <laughs> without getting into my own politics too much uh <laughs> that's what this show's for i know that's true here let me just get really really let me just start spewing communist manifesto uh, <laughs> uh-oh oops uh oh mccarthy might be listening don't tell my mom i'm a commie um <laughs> um but yeah so i think that's what's coming out more than anything is like i enjoyed it but i think part of that also just comes from like i didn't grow up on borat like i didn't watch it before so like it's fun like seeing this new character like doing like stuff like in such a bizarre way and so i'm just like oh this is fun but i do agree like it it's not one that i would ever sit down and look at and be like that deserves to be talked about in the award ceremonies where everyone's wearing yeah. a tux and is fancy. That's the opposite of Borat. <laughs> that is the complete opposite of what Borat stands for. So I yeah, just, 100%. <laughs> it's just weird. No, it's so odd to me. And like, for me, um, even though I'm, I'm sort I sort of fall on the side of like, Hamilton isn't a movie. I just mm-hmm. would have rather seen something I liked win. Mm. So like, I would have been fine, like, had it won and we could have had this conversation about, like, but it's not a movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that's fine because it is a good thing. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it's just, like, I don't know why we're awarding, like, not a not a very good thing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I guess I, under- I, I understand why people like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for me, like, I mean, I guess it was, like, exposing political truths, which seemed to be its goal. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't very funny like the original. Like the original was mm. sort of like showing, you know, certain crate certain crazy groups of people, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was it made me laugh. And then the new one was just sort of like, oh yeah, that's what life is like today, I guess. But it just didn't Right. I don't know. I, I, yeah, but it just didn't work for me and that was weird that we have to talk about Borat <laughs> two in a war like uh, Yeah on an award circuit. It definitely is a bizarre one. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and then and then best actor Sasha Baron Cohen again. Mm-hmm. Um I mean So aside from Hamilton, like I guess the only other thing that could have won here was Palm Springs. It was kind of a two-way race, but Palm Springs would have been cool. Yeah. But I mean 
It's not a, it's not an awardsy movie. I guess neither no. is Borat. Like that's the no, thing is yeah, like neither of them are. I don't know why we're all rallying behind Borat when like Palm Springs is like a better comedy. I guess mm-hmm. it's just Borat's topical, but Yeah. Okay. No, I, I agree. And I think it's frustrating because there were a ton of like really solid like indie comedy movies that came out last year in my opinion. Yeah. Like off the top of my head like I keep thinking about like St. Francis, which is like a really great relevant movie in its own right. And it's funny and it's like endearing and like, yeah, uh, uh, I wish that was getting more talk. And so it's like stuff like that is coming out and like that stuff, in my opinion, is more worthy of like award conversation because it's talking about topics that are more important i personally think like it's discussing like abortion and like choice and all these types of things and like that just feels more that feels more topical to me than like a movie like borat which is already dated because we're not in 2020 anymore and like that movie is so 2020 and that like every year that passes the the less relevant that movie becomes Whereas, like, St. Francis, like, arguably will always be relevant in some capacity because of what it's covering. So it's, like, that was frustrating for me was just there were – that category just felt really random when there's there's plenty of comedic movies out there right now that, like, deserve more conversation and, like, would have done so well if, like, they got any kind of recognition. Well, I mean, Barb and Star exists. I mean, <laughs> Honestly, that's true. Did it? Uh, I don't know what Golden Globes is um, like. Cutoff dates were. Look, I mean, if it, if it were an awardsy movie, <laughs> they probably could have set out screeners. They probably could have like tried to win yeah. things, but it's a ridiculous movie that is not <laughs> traditional. But this is the thing: is like, why are we deciding Borat is because I it's know. also not. I just don't know what awards are anymore. I don't it's either. just confusing to me. We have like a thing that's not a movie mm-hmm. losing to a thing that's a sequel of a comp. <sighs> yeah, okay. I'm yeah. I'm done. I'm done with my board. <laughs> but Barb and Star should 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 win things. I like that idea. Um, I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, in terms of, in we discussed best actress a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Do you think this impacts the Oscar race? Hmm. I don't know. And I, and I only say I don't know because I still have, I want to see her performance before I speak too much on like the worthiness of it or like if she should be getting thrown into the mix so late. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a valid possibility. Um, it's a safe choice for the Oscars. Oscars always go for biopic content. Always. Like, that's a easy go-to for them. And we don't really have any other female-led biopics from the last year. So I see Ma Rainey's it. Black Bottom. Oh, yeah. God, why do I keep forgetting that movie? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Viola. Yeah, um, <laughs> Viola's listening. Oh, God, I hope not. No, I do, actually. I want her to listen to our podcast. That would be crazy. That'd be so cool. really cool. Wow. Um, If you're famous (laughs) and you're listening, let us know ASAP. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be cool if we had famous fans? I like how we both just got excited about the idea that Viola Davis is listening. Just the possibility. Okay. Just the possibility of it. It is possible. Um, You know, it is. Anything is possible at this point. Um, (laughs) Borat 2 just won a gold (laughs) medal. Exactly. Um, 
But I do think it's worth noting, and this is, like, really, really cool, that Andra Day is, like, the first black woman to win Best Actress at the Golden Globes since, like, oh, I think it's, like, mid-80s. I think it was, I think it was, like, 85. So it's been a really long time. Yeah. So, like, that's awesome and, like, really, really exciting. Um. But it's just, I just find it really hard to say, like, oh, I, like, I, like, I obviously really wanted Frances to win, because I love her, and I think she's amazing in Nomadland, but I feel unfair in saying, like, oh, like, she should have gotten instead, because, like, I just don't know, because I haven't seen Andrew Day's performance. It's true. Okay, I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think before I come down too hard on Andrew Day, I can't <laughs> speak to, I can't, I can't really speak to anything without seeing it in mm-hmm. full so i i actually feel like all other four nominees i had a really strong connection to yeah in different ways like viola yeah. davis i'd say of the rest of the movies i liked ma Rainey's black bottom the least though it was still like viola davis was just like powerful and yeah. intense and just like that was a great kind of crazy performance from her mm-hmm. um Vanessa what, what do you think of Vanessa Kirby because you didn't like pieces of a woman that much I didn't I watched it today right like right before the Golden Globe started um I was kind of broken after that were you okay after it I felt okay and my whole thing with it is I wrote it in my review and I like it so I want to talk about it um uh, <laughs> how sorry. dare you not <laughs> drop everything the minute I put words on a screen it's really Ethan. upsetting <laughs> <laughs> Um, my whole thing with Pieces of a Woman is when I hear about like what that movie's about and even just read the title, I'm personally expecting a movie that is solely centered on the internal pieces of that woman and like her processing of that grief. Whereas I felt like the movie as a whole was a lot more about the external pieces of her and like her relationship with other people and that... I felt like took precedence over her actual individual processing of the grief, except for like a select few scenes. And so that was my beef with the movie was just, I understand wanting to like address like the loss of a child is not exclusive to the mother. And I do think that is a really important conversation, but in my opinion, then that movie should not be marketed as like, one woman's like grief processing struggle um so that was like my beef with the movie as a whole but i love vanessa kirby vanessa kirby was unreal in this and i am really jazzed about like the like the sudden like huge spike in like conversation around her career and like her talent because like i feel like she's been around for a while like she was in about time and like some other yeah. like smaller roles and like she was lovely in those but like no one's talking about her really and now all of a sudden she has this movie that has been talked about so much and um she has the world to come that i think is on video on demand now but i saw that in sundance and she was just awesome in that so it's just like it's super epic seeing her like burst out suddenly with these like unreal performances yeah, it's cool that she's getting these kinds of roles because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, it's amazing that she's able to go toe to toe with Ellen Burstyn. That was one of my favorite yeah. scenes where 
Ellen Burst is just talking about like how she gave birth and all this mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. and like I was just like, oh my god, like she, so intense. she's and, she, and Ellen Burst is like maybe ninety, maybe like in her nineties, yeah. like, and she's just like still going. Oh my gosh, I love that lady. Um, she's great, but but um, for someone that doesn't like old people, you certainly like a lot of old people. Just just uh, listen. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's my thing with it is I like the versions of them I see on screen where I get to put them in a little box and I don't have to hear about how they hate black people. So I, you know, and I don't have to worry about them hate criming me. <laughs> I just <laughs> I like old actors when I don't know them. But so I don't read interviews with them. I don't read articles about their personal lives. I keep them in their movies. And though a lot. A lot of old people in Hollywood are woke. I think there's a lot of not woke people this in Hollywood, true. and they're old people. And then yes. there's a, but there's a lot of like old woke people because they're like in a in a woke Hollywood bubble. But see, I don't know though because did you see the email Eliza Hitman got um, when she was sending out screeners for Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always to the Oscar Academy members because. That was bad. Yeah, that was bad. We won't get into it, but I think there are more secretly bad old people than we know, and they know to keep their mouths shut because they don't even understand what getting canceled means, and they don't want it to happen. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I don't oh like old God. people. I <laughs> old. If you're old and listening, I I, I love you. Please, Ethan please reach likes out to you. Me. I'm not interested in anything unless we you want to. Old, li- but what if like old, what if someone's like old and listening and they're like, they they really like you and they <sighs> they feel rejected. If you like me, send me some money, and then <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling a Rosamund Pike, and I care a lot, and I'm going to. <laughs> Can it conserve them? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, I take it all back. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm really digging a hole for myself. Um, I'm mostly okay, doing I'm mostly doing a bit when I say I hate old people, but I'm also kind of not. You have to prove yourself to me if you're old. So if That's you're old fair. and you're listening, I'm willing to have a conversation with you and within like ten minutes I'll have my opinion. You would actually you. you would actually really like my grandparents, like no joke. You would you would really vibe with my grandparents. Okay, I, I honestly I believe you. Because really I love cute. your mom. I love they're, you. They're my mom's parents. Oh my god, perfect. Okay, we're yeah, set. We're all set. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Okay, we were talking Let's about talk pieces about of a woman somehow. <laughs> yeah, we could talk about my mom. She doesn't listen to this, so she's not gonna hear it, but oh my god. let her know we talked about her. Yes. Oh yeah, and then my mom's great. Um uh, but yeah, so, so pieces of a woman. <laughs> pieces of a woman. Yeah, no, that that movie I, I definitely I definitely understand your beef with it. I think for what it was, I think it did a really good job. A, a lot of people's criticism was that the first 30 there's this 30 minute long take that it opens with that's really intense and mm-hmm. then the rest of the movie is really slow after that mm-hmm. but i i found i found that to all be intentional because it puts you in in sort of her head of like how do i move forward with life which is why the movie mm-hmm. sort of just drags on mm-hmm. and um so I've, i actually found that the pacing of it really well done and mm. yeah just i really liked her performance there's 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 a couple of movies this year that I feel like this and devil all the time. I'm just like big proponents of, I'm just like, uh, 
why why are like people either. talking about devil all the time i just like that was so fun um <laughs> like why I... why isn't that in musical or comedy like <laughs> it deserves to be considering Honestly, robert least, pattinson's accent at least robert pattinson <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh, we should probably so wrap funny. this up soon. Uh, I guess. Is everyone Jesus. bored? I bet they're not. We're so interesting. I hope they're not I'm getting yeah. really cocky here. When we're on loose format, I just go off on people. No, this is that's but this is great. We should do more of these. People can just like listen okay. to us rant. Or they can just like choose to not listen and tell us by by their clicks and retention rates this is true that um they don't want this which is also fine that's true hey if you don't like this put it on play put the volume at zero and play it out for us just so like be a bro yeah just to make it look like you listen to the whole i'm also corrupting us (laughs) also like no but also it's like it's it doesn't work to tell people that at the end of the podcast because oh, they so would true. have turned it off by now. If no, they maybe like they're skippers though. They're skipping to the end to see if we get interesting at some point. So. I do get skippers. I do get skippers. See, I'm appealing to your skippers. Stop skipping. Skippers. Just put it at zero and then turn the volume back on randomly. It'll be We've fun. We've got good content. Come on. what I do. I'm hilarious. You're hilarious. We're all hilarious. You're killing it. God. <laughs> Let's talk nice about each other more. <laughs> exactly um yeah any like any big like implications you want to like talk about from this i think i think Hmm. to me i think andrew day will for sure be nominated for a oscar now she had sort of outside i I think nomination for sure if she Mm -hmm. wins a golden globe that's kind of that's kind of how it works usually Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i I still don't think she'll win the oscar but i think like nomination is safe now mm. are there any other like just a war i think i think the same is probably true with jodie foster like yeah secured herself a nomination for sure are there any other like just like you know because the big the the, mm. the big boy of the year is the oscars and uh, I know. any other like implications you want to draw from this my implication i think i would say is that i think yeah, there were some folks getting attention at the Golden Globes tonight that, like, are possibilities, but I think what we're not accounting for is that Minari is going to come in with a lot of nominations True. that will be very well earned, um, but are going to be taking those spots that are currently filled by these, I don't want to use the word lesser known, but, like, less talked about nominations from the Globes. So I think point. I think that'll be my big final thought is that it'll be really, really interesting to see how everything else does when Minari actually gets to be considered in the fold and like properly compete. True. I mean, you definitely you definitely have Steven Yoon. Is yep. it, it's how you say it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was I was saying UN for like, uh. like, <laughs> like, like the, like the United Nations, I guess, oh. for like ages, like UN. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's no, that's not, it's not that. <laughs> for like ages. And then I like heard him in an interview. I was like, oh, but, um, <laughs> and like, okay. So he's got a bump. I, 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 my guess would be he bumps to Har Rahim for the Mauritanian and you still have Oldman, Hopkins, Ahmed and Bozeman. That would be my guess. Because he's from the acting category. He has to get he has to get in there. No, yeah. See, I would think he'd bump Gary Oldman, if anyone. 
You think Gary Oldman's losing moment? Gary, I mean, he was an, he was a front runner early on. I guess he's already won an Oscar too, which is mm-hmm. part of it. I think that's part of it, and I think I don't know, dude. Like, I just I think because the Oscar deadline got bumped, we've gotten so many last minutes that are getting a lot more attention now, and like no one's really talking about Mank anymore. True. This yeah. is a good point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Though I think people weren't sort of weren't sort of expecting it to get this many nominations quickly. That's true. Before we go, okay, okay. The 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 other like I'd say the other lock for Minari nomination is director. Yeah, yeah. Who who does who does Lee Isaac Chung bump Ooh. out of Sorkin, King, Fincher, Fennel, and Zhao? I'm gonna say Shoot. it's wait, wait wait it's it's Fennel. My it's Fennel. I think it's Fennel. I, I I was saying Fennel, so it's Fennel. Okay, <laughs> so we're we're either I'm just messing up everyone's name. It's fine. We're, I think I think we're either bumping Fennel or Sorkin, right? King, Fincher, and Zhao are definitely in there. See, I don't know about Fincher. But okay, Fincher for directing. I I think he has to get nominated. Uh, yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, I agree with you because this is only Sorkin's like what second. Second, third directing? I don't remember how many he's directed, but he hasn't directed also, a ton. I also think the fact that Trial of Chicago 7 didn't win tonight, like, at mm. all, is gonna, that's gonna really kind of... Well, oh, no, 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 it's aside from screenplay, excuse right, me. Right, right, right. But I think, I think the sort of Sasha Baron Cohen wave of things, at least for mm. Trial of Chicago 7, and, like, mm-hmm. direction and best picture is gonna sort of, like sort of peter out for the next month or so yeah okay i agree with that yeah so i think that's who i would say is gonna get bumped it would be sorkin um which... but also it was badly directed so i hope it yeah it wasn't bumped. very good i really would be surprised if it gets at least direction wise just like not good yeah but i mean hey the oscars have done questionable things like giving the editing awards to bohemian rhapsody. bohemian rhapsody is actively so bad <laughs> I'm so I was glad like, you I was like, I hope, I was like, I hope you're about going to... the way I'm taking it. Yeah, I hope <laughs> yeah. you're going the way. I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, oh. uh, fuck Bohemian Rhapsody. Garbage literally, movie. no, literally, like I haven't hated a movie more like in a long time than I hated that movie. I have definitely found stuff I hate more than that that I've watched, but it's probably one of the more really, really recent movies that I just don't like. I really don't like that movie. And I've tried to avoid saying that. I don't like saying that about movies, but no, I'm I'm fine. I'm fine saying it about that movie. <laughs> I, yeah, no, it's it's just it's just an actively horrible movie, and it's yeah. and it's just it's bad the way it's trying to rewrite history, and it's bad yeah. the way it's. I mean, they should call the movie Queen Inc. because it's just mm. it's just what the band was what the the living band members want to put forward about their own legacies exactly. that they're like. They're like, this is what happened. And you're like, no, no it's, it's not. not. Like, that's <laughs> not how it happened. And you're also not making a good movie. So it's a it's bad. And I hate what it's doing. And I hate everything that it stands for. And I don't understand why. Like, Rami Malek was also not very good at it. Yeah, no, I don't think he's that. So, honestly, I don't think he's that great in general. Um, All right. Thank you for listening to us hate on Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any other, <laughs> any other wrap up thoughts here? I think or you think we're good here. Um, are people gonna want to listen to this they better we're funny um (laughs) i just i love anya taylor joy that's my final thought 
I think it's a great final thought. Thank She's you. great. I, I love her. I hope she doesn't hate me after my like <laughs> viral tweet about uh, her and her eyes and her co-star's eyes and whatever. But um, she's great. I, she's so good. I really, really like Anya Taylor Joy. Um, mm-hmm. It's been it's been great chatting with you, Clara. Thanks for thanks for finishing your homework early so we could podcast. Yeah, I was so responsible for this. You were being very <laughs> responsible. You like watched so many movies and finished so your homework early. Yep. Oh my gosh, you're like way on it. Yeah, you're great. Man, okay. (laughs) All right, right, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Super fun. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cineflag, and I will see you next week.